Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, August the 26th. And we come to you after another disappointing, frustrating angering Phillies loss. Honestly, I I can't. It's a shame because I want to be talking to you this morning yelling my face off. I just want to, I want to be yelling, fire Joe Girardi! What a disaster this guy is! That's how I feel deep down, but I'm so beaten up by this team lately that I can't even muster it up. That was the best I could do right there. That was what I had for you. That, that, That two seconds of me yelling, that's all you'll get. Because I'm just so beaten down by this team. Yet again, look, the Rays are a great baseball team. They have the best record in the American League. They have one of the three best records in the sport. They play the game the right way. That lineup is just a bunch of guys who hit, a bunch of guys who run. They play great defense. The bullpen just shuts guys down. I mean, they're a phenomenal baseball team, an outstanding baseball team. And yet, Losing two at home to them feels like a disaster the way the Phillies lost them. And where the Phillies are at, a season on the brink, as we've talked about, and this team just can't get it together. You know, Bryce Harper said it. We're wasting time. He said it after the first loss, and then they go out and lose again. They go out and lose again. This team can't score. They can't execute. It's just uh, incredibly frustrating as um, since the eight-game win streak, you lose two of three to Atlanta. You lose two of three to Cincinnati. You lose three straight to Arizona. You win two of three against San Diego, and then you lose two in a row to to Tampa Bay. As... uh, this team has found a way to, after the eight-game win streak, lose 10 of their last 14 games. 10 of 14 since the win streak. They have scored more than three runs just four times in that stretch, including last night where they scored four runs. The offense has been stagnant, lost, disappointing night after night and oh buddy did the defense come back to haunt him last night yet again yet again how many times this season how many times this season direct runs given up by the inability to play defense Andrew McCutcheon literally dropped the baseball last night Reese Hoskins the mobility of a snail at first base. I know he's got a groin problem, but him missing that ball and then just laying on the ground like he was shot afterwards was such a symbol of this Philly season. It was like that right there. Yep, that's the Phillies right there. Laying on the ground looking like you got shot. 
That's what the Phillies feel like this year. And Joe Girardi, I mean, let's just... <laughs> I'm ready for Joe Girardi to be gone. At the end of this season, I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, but I would fire Joe Girardi at the end of the season if I were Phillies management. This guy's a joke. I, I mean, let's be honest. He is not a good baseball manager. I mean, we look, look at what the guy's doing in San Francisco. Yeah, that guy, the guy we used to have here with the best record in baseball. The guy we ran out of town. And it, look, I, I, hand up, my own culpability in it. I thought that the Gabe thing had ran its course. I didn't think that the way he went about his business would work here. Uh, I also didn't realize that he's 10 times the manager Joe Girardi is. He's just a better manager. His in-game decisions were far less mystifying than Joe Girardi's. And we see it again last night. I mean, how do you leave Zach Wheeler in? I get letting him start the ninth, but after the double to start it, you leave him in there? How? Or the should have been double, whatever you want to call it. And how do you leave that guy in there? <laughs> One after another, after another, after another, Joe Girardi makes the wrong decisions. No feel for the team. No feel for starters and when they should stay in and when they should be taken out. No feel for the bullpen, who's the right guy to put in in the right spot. Just no feel. This guy's got no feel. And seemingly, not a lot of chutzpah either. I mean, all year long, this team just keeps cratering. Keeps finding ways to lose 10 of 14 when the season's on the line, right? Look, it's not all Joe Girardi's fault. In fact, it's mostly the fact that they lack talent and the talent is not executing. And I mean, look, I mean, when you look at this lineup and it's got Torres and Galvis and Jankowski and all these guys in it, Odubel, I mean, like, that's not a good lineup. And then you add in the fact that JT isn't coming through for you, that, you know, Reese can only play once a month, it looks like. This, that, whatever. It's like, you know, of course this team's not a playoff team. Of course they're not. They're not. They're not a playoff team. They're not going to make the playoffs. They shouldn't make the playoffs. They don't deserve to make the playoffs. And Joe Girardi should be gone. Joe Girardi should be gone at the end of the year. Move on, folks. Let's bring in someone else. Anyone but Girardi at this point is where I'm at. Uh, look, you know that's extreme, but but Joe Girardi's been a massive disappointment. I really bought in when they went and hired this guy. I thought, wow, this is actually going to make a difference. This is going to add wins to the Phillies. They're going to win more games because of Joe Girardi. Yes, they will be a better team. They will have a culture. They will be a tough baseball team that goes out and fights every day and They'll resemble their manager, tough Joe Girardi. Whoops. Whoopsie. None of that's true. What a, what a, just a disappointment that guy's been. Just a, and last night, again, look, I I can't even yell about it. I want to, if this had been in May, I would have come on ranting and raving. How could you leave Zach Zach Wheeler in that game, you idiot? Ah! I don't have it in me anymore. (laughs) They've beaten me down. Team is just taking it from me this year. And again, you know, I'm the idiot. I know. Uh, eight game win streak. It was all tuck. I held fast all year. Not good enough. Joe Girardi's not good enough. This team's not good enough. Don't believe. Don't buy in. And then one eight game win streak, and I'm just right there with the pom poms. I'm disappointed myself, if you're wondering. Just just so you know, I am. I'm incredibly disappointed with myself and my inability to stick to my guns when when I knew better. I should have known better. I think we all should have known better. We got hoodwinked by an eight-game win streak. 
And look, you know, I, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I, I, I understand it and I'm okay with it. I mean, we are starving for something good when it comes to baseball in Philadelphia. Starving. We're in the desert dying for a sip of water. Just the tiniest sip of Philly's water to get us through. I mean, it's it's been a decade. A decade of of hopelessness is what it's felt like. Certainly not much hope over the course of the decade. And that eight-game win streak was the peak of hope. It was the high point we've had. And since then, they've just put us right back in our place. They've reminded us who they are and who we are. We are fans of a baseball team that will disappoint us. And they let us know that again. I mean, how do you lose 10 of 14 after winning eight straight? Seriously, how? How's that happen? How's that happen? I, please tell me. I, I'm dying to know. I mean, you know what happens. You're not a good baseball team. That's how it happens. It happens because you're not a good baseball team and you won eight straight and you got lucky for a week and a half and that was it. And the real Phillies are the Phillies we're watching on a night-to-night basis. And again, I know the Rays are a good team. There's no, generally, there's no shame in losing two to the Rays. But in the situation the Phillies are in, where they're at this season, the way this has played out, again, losing the first game, everyone you are competing with lost. The Braves, the Mets, the Reds, the Cardinals, the Padres, they all lost. The whole group of them lost. You had a chance to make up a game, boom, you don't. And then last night, you have a chance to make a half game on the Braves who aren't playing, and you lose again. And you score four freaking runs. Bryce Harper tried, man. Bryce Harper did what he could. I I can't blame Bryce Harper. I mean, like Bryce Harper came out and, and said after the first game, we're wasting time. We can't keep losing these games. And he's so right. And last night, Harper goes two for three with a walk and a massive home run. They're down three to one. So the, the game plays out. The Phillies take a lead in the fir- in the second inning. Um, of course, you know, it's bases loaded, no outs, and a RBI, or not an RBI, you don't get an RBI on it, but a double play ground out scores a run, and then they get out of the inning, and it's like, well, that was a fun threat. Um, Rays tie it in the fourth on the... Uh, Disastrous error by Andrew McCutcheon. I mean, again, like we're talking just about a fly ball that hit him in the glove. Not even like a tough fly ball, just a lazy fly ball that hit him in the friggin' glove. Dropped it. Dropped it. He dropped it. He dropped the frickin' baseball. So that scores a run. Then they take the lead 2-1. Then a homer makes it 3-1. Then Bryce Harper in the bottom of the fifth. Just, again, so clutch. And and just murdered a baseball. Like, hit a baseball. Uh, it, it says it was 445 feet. It felt like 600. I mean, he just crushed that ball. Ties it up 3-3. Then in the eighth, as soon as uh, you're starting to feel good again, um, the Rays manufacture a run. Uh, Wander Franco beats out an infield single. Joey Wendell moves him over with a with a hit to the right field, and then uh, RBI ground out. And we get to the bottom of the eighth, and hey, how about it, Reese Hoskins? My dude. It was exciting for a moment. Hoskins, Jackson in the left field, tied at 4-4. You're feeling great. And then Joe Girardi brings Zach Wheeler out for the ninth. And Zach Wheeler ends up letting two on and giving up a moonshot home run to Francisco Mejia. And that was it. It was all she wrote. And... uh 
you know, I don't blame Harper. That sucks because he is. He called his team out. He said, "Hey, we're wasting time, this and that." And I, I hope he's flipping tables in the the clubhouse in the locker room. You know, I, I hope. Um, but they let him down. Everyone else let him down. The whole team just continues to let everybody down. I mean, other than Bryce, Segura goes out for four. JT one for four. Meaningless one for four. Got an uh, uh, infield hit that was barely hit. Hoskins one for four with Omer. McCutcheon goes two for four, but not enough. Oh for three from Freddie in his return. I see Freddie back in a Phillies uniform. Uh, Torres goes two for three, but just just nothing. Just nothing. This team can't generate offense. Nine hits. Two walks, four runs. And the four runs is like, wow, they scored four runs. Can you believe it? That's where we've been at with this team. Just um, a massive disappointment. And again, Joe Girardi wears a lot of it. Uh, Everybody, everybody knew not to bring Zach Wheeler out there. And then when you give up that first hit, it's like, okay, enough. Shut it down. I mean, Wheeler didn't even have his best stuff. He was good. He wasn't amazing. He wasn't like lights out Wheeler. He definitely didn't get help. Don't get me wrong. Like the defense certainly let him down in a big way. What else is new? But, you know, it wasn't the best version of Wheeler. It wasn't the sharpest version of Wheeler. I understand he wasn't at 100 pitches and stuff, but but sometimes you got to make a call. Pull a guy out, Joe. Pull a guy out. Mmm. Mmm. Just a, a really frustrating loss last night and a frustrating team. And, you know, you want to get excited because the schedule goes their way now. You got four against Arizona. You got the Nationals. You got Miami. You know, this this is the stretch, right? And it's just hard to get enthused. It's hard to get enthused. Right now is the time. The Braves play the Giants, the Dodgers in Colorado, the Phillies have a much easier schedule. Home against the Diamondbacks. You got the Nationals. You got the Marlins. Like, you know, this is it. This is the time. Let's go. And and it just feels like hopeless. It really does. It feels hopeless. I know they lost two to one of the best teams in baseball, and it shouldn't, but it does. It does. The way they lose these games, the way they go about their business, they're just a frustrating baseball team. And things can change in a hurry. I get that. They were just in first place, but they just don't feel like a good baseball team, right? I mean, we've watched them all year. Does this feel like a team that all of a sudden is going to win 10 out of 12? Ash. Look, I know they got bad teams. They should. Honestly, they should be able to win 10 and 12 right now. They should. Again, those teams are horrible. They're all horrible. The Diamondbacks, I know they lost three of them. I get it. But the Diamondbacks are one of the worst teams in the sport. Easily. The Marlins are a disaster. The Nationals have nobody left. I mean, this should be about as easy as it gets. And I just have zero faith in this team. None. Zero. Why should I think they're going to win games they're supposed to win? They win games, period. So we'll see. We'll see how this streak plays out. We're obviously going to watch it, but I, I do feel like there's a very good chance that in the next couple of weeks we start to look ahead to 2022. And I hate to say that. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Phillies, you know, that was the thing that I, I thought, if nothing else, we'd have a fun September. I thought, if nothing else, the Phillies would be in it. It would be competitive, would be interesting. And I'm not sure about that anymore. You know, I hope... But I'm I'm not sure. I'm really not. I'm really not sure about this team and their chances. They're five back now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I uh, I'm not optimistic. I'm not hopeful. But this is it. It like you know, it's over after this. This is your stretch. If you can't gain three games, four games over this stretch, it's over. It's done. It's cooked. 
I already think it's cooked, but it is definitively cooked. If this stretch of baseball, your last real chance from a schedule perspective where you're playing horrible teams and the Braves are playing good teams, this is it. And I know they got three against the Braves left in Atlanta. I'm sure those will go great to make up ga- to make up ground, but it just um it's a frustrating time. And it's a bummer of a time. And this series against the Rays just kind of shows who they are yet again. The way they lose games, consistent. They are consistent in their inconsistency. So we'll see. Back at it tonight against Nine Max. Zach Eflin returns to the hill tonight. That's great to see. Excited to see Zach back out there. Look, again, you know, it's, it's what we keep coming back to seven, eight times, right? The pitching staff's pretty solid right now, you know? Uh, and Wheeler blew it last night, and I blame Girardi more than Wheeler. But, you know, the pitching staff's okay. It's that this team hasn't hit. Again, they've scored three runs four times in the last 14 games. Three or more. It's, or more than three, excuse me. They've scored more than three. That's disastrous. That's embarrassing. When your season's on the line? For a team that's supposed to be carried by their offense? Come on. All right. Before we look ahead to tonight, quickly, I mentioned it yesterday. I really wanted to get into it just for, for a minute here. Um, because ultimately, in all honesty, um, as much as these games are important and all that, with, with the way the season's played out, with the way I expected to, with the Phillies not winning the division, not making the playoffs, what Dave Dombrowski did... Yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was, with the front office shakeup, I think an even bigger deal than the season, right? I mean, this is, uh, we're talking about the future of the Phillies. Um, and this is a team that, as John Middleton pointed out, and, and we all know, has been disastrous at drafting and developing for 100 years, 100 plus. <laughs> They've been really bad. And the way great teams become great is by drafting and developing. We saw it on display last night and the last two nights, right? I mean, look at that Rays team. I mean, come on, man. Just a bunch of guys they developed. I mean, Wander Franco, you know, Randy Arozarena and Brandon Lau and all these guys, they just they just create baseball players. They take these guys and they turn them into players and they're studs and it's just a stud-laden team of guys that most people never heard of. It's it's infuriating and also both it's both infuriating and also like awe-inspiring to see what the, the Rays do with the budget they do. Again, they spend a quarter of the money the Phillies spend. A quarter. A quarter of the money. One fourth of the money. And they are light years a better baseball team. And light years better into the future, too. I mean, they have young talent all over the field. And this Philly Phillies team, it's been forever. I mean, since since 07 to eleven, where young homegrown talent has made a difference in this town. That's it. Think about that. Really, in my lifetime, that's it. So, uh, Dave Dombrowski uh, making some some big personnel changes. Moving on from Josh Bonifay, the team's farm director since 2018. Moving on from assistant general manager Brian Minitti, uh, who oversaw player development uh, along with uh, amateur and international scouting. And Scott Profrock, of course, who's been an assistant GM since 2008 here, a long time here. He will, uh, all these guys getting demoted or moved on from. Um. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, Bonifay and Manitti were both hired by Matt Klintak um, and are largely responsible for a farm system that has been a disaster. It was ranked 27th, 28th, 29th, somewhere in that range in baseball, wherever you look. Um, and uh, Dabrowski commenting on those, he said, you get to this time of year and you're generally thinking about the 2022 season and before you're ready to do that, you have to make sure the people who are running things for you are the people who are going to correct it. I just thought it was an appropriate time to make changes. 
Um, he said, I believe in terms of uh, filling the new holes, he said, I believe in a balance of traditional methods with bringing as much contemporary information as you possibly can. It's a big job. It's a hard job. It's not easy to me. If I say, okay, 30 years ago, well, we did this and we did, but we've learned a lot more since then. So you look back well and how do you incorporate both of them together? It's hard. Really smart people that I know struggle with doing both of them. So we need to make sure it comes from me on down that this is what we believe contemporary and yet traditional. Okay, um, I think that's the key um, key quote there. Dombrowski also said, I don't think we have enough people on the same page. I don't even want to say swinging one way or the other. I think it's going to be imperative that if we're going to get good, that we can buy into the way we do it here or not be here. And I think honesty is extremely important. It's different if you disagree. I'm okay, I'm good with that. I got my piece and we move forward. But if you can't do that, it trails off. Um, so I think there's some really interesting stuff in there. Look, I, I think... I'm fine with these moves. Uh, you know, look, the Philly farm system has been a disaster for a long time, and their player development has done a horrible job until recently. You know, I, I, we've seen some some moves forward with Ochard and these guys, like the driveline guys and all that. Love that stuff. But um, the key is is not the moving up and the guys that's who you hire, right? And that stuff from Dabrowski is both concerning and in some ways a positive. So I do, look, I agree that the organization needs to be on the same page. Everyone needs to be firing in the same direction. There's not, can't be some guys who teach this, some guys who teach that, and no real organizational structure. I, I think that's super important. Um, and look, I do, I do want them to balance traditional and um, more forward-thinking methods, but I, I want them to really focus on the forward-thinking methods, right? I mean, he made it seem like it's a real balance. I mean, it's, I mean, look, Rays, Dodgers, all the best teams in baseball use analytics. It's what it is. Like it or not, I know there are a lot of people who hate analytics. I get it. I do think in a lot of ways, analytics has hurt the game. But do you want to win? Because that's the way to win. And I do think you need a traditional approach to certain things. Gut decisions, feel, all that matters. But in terms of building a team, in terms of player development, stick to the analytics. A, a balance of both, but analytics need to come first. It's just where baseball is. It's just a, a factual thing. Look at all the great teams. Like, what do you... It's evidence. It's facts. All right? Find me a team that, that does things the old school way that's winning baseball games. Find me one. Oh, wait. I'm waiting. Are they there? No. Oh, they're not. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. So, this is important because Dombrowski does come from a different era in baseball. And he has seemed willing to embrace the new era type stuff, but... These are going to be incredibly important hires for that. Honestly, the, 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 the future of the franchise is in a lot of ways depending on these hires. I like that he said he likes Brian Barber. I think Barber's done a really good job so far as the amateur scouting director. I'm happy he's still in place and he is trusted by Dombrowski, but this is going to be massive. Like As big as, as what Dombrowski does in terms of, of shaping the roster, this is just as important. You know, this is... Develop, drafting and developing players, that is the key that this team has, has struggled with for so long. And these are big changes. Look, Dombrowski is remodeling the organization in his, in the way he wants it, in the way he sees it, and trying to set it up for the future. The question is, can Dave Dombrowski do that? Obviously, he's had a ton of success in the past building teams, building rosters. But is he setting up organizations for long-term success? The Tigers didn't really. The Red Sox didn't really. The Marlins did. And that was a long time ago. 
Um, did and didn't. You know, the ownership really shot that down. But but in terms of building that 2003 team, so this is a big, a big, big, big offseason coming up for Nebraska, and these are massively important hires. And who he hires, the decisions he makes there are going to tell us a lot about where this team is headed. It really is. It is uh, crucially important. So we will keep our eye on it. We'll continue to talk about it, but it's going to be massively, massively important. All right. Speaking of massively important, season on the brink. Season over, maybe. Who knows? Uh, so you get back at it tonight. Phillies fly back. As they welcome the Diamondbacks down. So that's good news, I suppose. You know, coming off the, uh, you know, it doesn't feel great news after being in Arizona, but they are a much worse road team and a four-gamer. So this is it. you got to sweep. <laughs> that sounds crazy, but, I mean, three of four is a minimum. They need to sweep the Diamondbacks. They swept you out there. You need to return the favor. Eflin versus uh, Zach Gallon tonight, tomorrow, Nola Gibson Suarez uh, for this one. So this is a, a big series. And uh, last home one before they have a long road trip. Three in Washington, three in Miami, three in Milwaukee. So massive, massive, massive stuff. Uh, please win tonight. I can't handle a loss of the Diamondbacks at home tomorrow. So please do that for me. Either way, whatever happens, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.